Hi there, are you fed up with your wine belly? Embarrassed about your booze boobs? Sick of waking up with a hangover? And tired of never reaching your potential? Welcome to Sober Sassy Life, the podcast for women who are looking for more out of life than the evening rendezvous with the Chardonnay. Let's banish the wine witch for good. Here's your host, Jackie Elliott. Hi there, everybody, and welcome to today's podcast. And today I want to talk about two little words that I used frequently before I finally gave up drinking. So for three years before I finally quit, I knew that I had a problem. I drank almost every day. As soon as I opened a bottle of wine, however steadfastly I had stated and previously negotiated with myself that I would make the bottle last at least two evenings, deep down I knew that I would drink the entire bottle and then wait until my husband went to bed and finish off his bottle because he never drank more than a couple of glasses and would have made his bottle last for two if not three nights if I hadn't finished it for him. The truth, Gloria Steinem said, will set you free, but first it will piss you off. And the truth did indeed piss me off for those three years and I did everything I could to either deny or then rationalise my drinking patterns. So denial was hard because the evidence piled up like a crime scene. The increase in recycling, a dwindling bank balance, nothing ever getting finished and those drunken rants or ridiculous posts on Facebook so it wouldn't have taken a whole lot of investigating to present a watertight case against me. So I turned to rationalising. At least became my mantra. At least I don't drink as much as so-and-so. At least I'm not mean when I get drunk. At least I haven't ever got a DUI. And note how I didn't say at least I have never driven while over the limit. The problem with the at leasts is that they are ever-changing and my bar of drinking behaviour standards was getting lower and lower. At least I am still working. And that one was debatable because I was self-employed and was basically watching my client list dwindle. At least I am still married. Again, I could see my husband's reserves of patience slowly decrease. At least I am not drinking in the morning. And this one actually makes me chuckle a bit, as if I should be congratulated for my monumental act of willpower, watching the clock tick round to noon on a Saturday so I could pour that first glass of wine to reward myself for doing a couple of hours of housework. So the trouble with the at leasts was that there was always a new low that I could aspire to. There's a lot written about rock bottom and the need to reach it before you can turn around. The issue with rock bottom is that firstly, we seem to have this stereotypical vision of what rock bottom looks like. Homeless, penniless, drinking cheap cider, or mouthwash maybe. And then we measure ourselves against that, almost giving ourselves permission to keep on drinking because at least we haven't reached rock bottom. So if you're still rationalizing, If you're still trying to measure your hangover against the others at the party, or whatever it is that drowns out that little voice of reason, I'm proposing that you abandon the whole concept of rock bottom altogether. 
Instead of measuring your drinking against some spurious vision of what this rock bottom should look like, instead, measure your problem against how many times you think to yourself or you say, at least. And if that doesn't work for you, consider this. How many people are saying at least about you? So my rock bottom was when I became someone else's at least. It was painfully clear to me some months after that I had quit that the bottom bar that everyone else was measuring themselves by was me. At least I'm not as bad as Jackie. So if you find yourself wavering and justifying, remember this. Rock bottom is when you are someone else's, at least. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye for now. Oh,